Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Apparently, it's just you and me. Total? Let's do this. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. Uh, we are the American version of Touchline Fraka, but the difference is, is that our international squad wins shit every now and then. Uh, I'm your host, Asa, aka The Twig, here with my co-host, Napoleon Gregg, aka The Stump. Um, and we are here to talk mostly about soccer today. It's mostly a soccer episode, given what just happened. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. Um, uh, Shopify has been a lot, indeed, sometimes. Uh, Pfizer, occasionally. That's always fun. Um, but uh, let's get right into it. So America just played World Cup qualifying game, and they won. That was fun, right? Uh, well, it was fun. <laughs> it was, uh, I enjoyed the end result. I mean, all's, all's well that ends well, right? Like, it's, it's not like we, we had our right back and our best midfielder get hurt in the last five minutes. Is he actually hurt? I didn't think he was actually hurt. I don't know. He was limping. Oh, so anyways, let's, uh, let's, let's get it. He was limping. Yeah. And the announcer's like, oh, he immediately comes up lame. He took like six steps and then decided his ankle hurt. I, I mean, shit. yeah, I, I don't know if he should have been, I don't know if he should have been on at that point, but. It's fine. He's he, he he was pressing at the end and, and he was ready to fight, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So um, let's uh, let's get right into the lineup. And I got to tell you, the goalie, um, you are absolutely uh, uh, like winning with this one, because the whole thing with with Turner was that obviously Matt Turner started. Zach Steffens hurt. He's still in England. Um, the whole thing with Turner was that he's like couldn't distribute the ball. And I thought that he played phenomenally with the ball at his feet tonight. Um, he didn't have to make a save 
and like the one time he was like vaguely called into action, the ball was way wide. Um, you know, so like it was, and and we can talk sort of like general game stuff in a second, but like he um he didn't really have that much to do, but when he did get the ball back to him, like he didn't freak out like he used to. Um, like I, I wonder if like like he got like as part of the the deal with Arsenal where he's going. We haven't talked about that, but he's going over to Arsenal. Was they were like, you need to cut that shit out. Like you need to be good good at kicking a ball. It's soccer. Like deal with it. Um, I mean that would make sense. <laughs> Um, so, so Turner was in goal. The, uh, the, the back line, the, the, you know, left to right was, uh, Jedi, um, Richards, Zimmerman and Dest. Um, there was some like minor questioning of why Miles wasn't playing either, either in front of Zimmerman or Richards. Um, I didn't think it mattered. I thought that the back line was, was great. Obviously Jedi got the goal, um, on some, uh, you know, bullshit, but it was good. Yeah, I mean that was uh that was not great. <laughs> well, it, it was the type of thing where it's like uh and and again, like we'll get there in a second, but like that was a goal that was coming and it happened to come on a play that was like a broken nothing play. But like Jesus Ferreira, who who obviously started at the nine-ish, um he, he probably had should have had like three goals in the first half. Um like he had he had uh a couple of really, really open chances. Like I'm, I'm betting when the XG comes out on this, it's going to be like, we should have won by three and a half. Well, yeah, because uh, Ferreira missed a chance. And there was a bunch of other times in the second half where uh, th- we were dangerously on goal and just never managed to put anything in. Yeah. So I, I think all in all. Um, so, okay. And then the midfield was the MMA midfield. Um, we'll talk about them in a second. And then the, the front three was Pulisic, um Ferreira and Wea. So um I think I mean I think we're getting dangerously close to the point where Tim Wea is our best player. Um and I'm only being sort of facetious, but he's 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 not he's he is probably the the player responsible more for like dangerous moments and and he he was the one who who got in on goal that allowed the bullshit to happen for Jedi to score. Um but Wea's speed is something that like I don't think anybody in these next couple of games is going to be able to deal with because there is no Alfonso Davies. Um, sure. And so, so I think, I think Tim way is just like someone you can't really bring off um, in a, in a tight game. Um, so what, what were your thoughts sort of on the, on the, on the lineup and then like, just like generally watching the game, because obviously you, uh, you know, texted the group chat that um, you were drinking as it happened. So I'm, I'm interested <laughs> in like, like the, 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 like the thoughts as you got significant or uh, progressively drunker. I don't know. What were you drinking? That's actually much more important. No, it's not uh, because it's Trader, Trader beer. Ah, that's, that's, that's Modelo. We support Mexico in all endeavors except football related in this house. I mean, like, that's cool. I, I, I'm, I'm more of a Corona guy, but I guess Corona is sort of out of style in the last two years. Yeah, there's some bad mojo associated with that. And uh, as we all know, I am Mr. Mojo Rising, so I can't, can't associate myself, myself with bad mojo. Um, I thought their lineup was good. I'm going to guess the Miles thing has a explanation to it, and it wasn't just Berhalter Berhaltering. Um, I don't know if it'll be like COVID-related or something else, but I'm assuming that there's an explanation there. Other than that, uh, I think that the – 
I think that I was all right with the lineup. The the um the guys that didn't dress for the game were I guess kind of a weirder thing, but again, like we're 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 going back into like somebody pointed out on Twitter, like, oh, it's weird that uh Stefan didn't dress for this game. It's like, no, it's not. Stefan's still in London. That's not weird at all. Uh, you like, there's got to be reasons to some of these guys. Um, not well, dressing for the Yedlin, game. Yedlin only got to camp yesterday because, um, there was like, I, I they said it was a snowstorm, but like, there's like potential geopolitical reasons. Like, he was having trouble getting out of Turkey, right? Um, and then like the other guys who didn't dress were, were Brooks Lennon, who fine, Sebastian Lejet, which fine, and Gaga Slonina, which like, you don't need to dress three goalies, right. So well, like, yeah, right. I, you know, I, I think that like, this is probably, it was funny because Twitter was so ready to melt down and this lineup is like, unless like clearly Pepe wasn't playing tonight unless you were really chasing the game. And aside from that, it was like, okay. Like, oh, that was the one. Okay. So that was the one where I was kind of confused. I have to assume that it has something to do with travel and like, he didn't get in until like 3am this morning or something like that. Uh, but again, I don't think this is, I, I think based on the lineup we saw um, that there was no weird burhaltering or cleansmanship or whatever you want to call it. I think it was, I think there's going to be an explanation for everything. Like Pepe got in at 3 a.m. Gedlin couldn't get himself out of Turkey. Stefan has a bad back and never left London. Like, I think there's going to be miles had like a miles tested uh, positive. It turns out he wasn't positive or something like that. And they just kept him out, out of abundance of caution. Like, I think, I think there's going to be an explanation for everything. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is with with Miles, like, maybe it's just that, like, okay, you say these are your three center backs. We need Miles. We definitely need Miles in the Canada game. And that that last game against Honduras is going to be more difficult than this game against El Salvador. Yeah, you could. I mean, that could, that could be true, too, is the word. But, I mean, center back. I guess is, if you do that. But, like, that makes no sense with why you would have West play 90 minutes then. Like, that's – which I guess – in fairness, Berhalter has trouble stringing together thoughts like that, so he might he might not have made that connection. But like, I don't know if you if you're holding Miles out in order to save his legs for Canada and Honduras, it makes no sense to run West ninety minutes and Tyler ninety minutes and, and Tyler ninety minutes and Musa eighty nine. Yeah, no, 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 I'm I'm with you. Like, and we'll, and we'll talk about this in a second, but. You know, Pulisic came off at the 63rd minute. Um, and if you had told me, like, hey, we're going to win and Christian is going to get 27 minutes of rest, I would have been like, hell yeah, sounds great. Um, he did not look good. And I, I think that part of it is, part of it is, like, he's just, like, so, he's pressing so hard right now. And the other part of it, I think, is that you cannot play him. Like, there are certain players that are, that just, like, can play with every lineup I don't think Pulisic can play with a false nine because that's where he wants to be right like he wants to be in that like that deep space and like he needs a a center forward who's going to press the back line like Pepe um like Zardes like uh you know I I mean there are others you know PFOC DK like all of them sort of do that the only one he can't really play with is Ferrer and to a certain extent, Josh Sargent, although apparently Josh Sargent is not a center forward anymore. Um, so I, I think that like 
Pulisic, I think he'll be fine. Like, obviously he has the talent, he has the skills, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll be back in the lineup against Canada. I have no doubt. Um, and having, having Aronson to off the bench for 30 minutes a game, regard, you know, depending on which winger is tired is a huge, huge help. Um, but you know, you got to mention that like our, our guy did not play well. Um, and, and, and there's, you know, like, I'm not going to freak out about it. it. It is what it is, but um, he, he's, he's gotta, he's gotta play better if we're gonna, if we're gonna beat Canada, because Canada is better than El Salvador and that game's on the road. Yeah. I mean, he's been pure, pretty mercurial for the past year. Um, I mean, I think part of it is, yes, he's pressing because I assume that it has something to do with how Tuchel's yank him around at Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to, when he gets the opportunity to play, his natural position, he wants to do well in his natural position so that Tuchel isn't like, you're a right back now. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, but in the end, I think you're going to have to get, like uh, Adam USMNT Stan said last time, like in the end, talent's going to win out. So you just kind of have to hope that or believe that he's going to make himself right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like, oh, he needs to not start or, or he can't play for this team. Like, he just needs to like figure out whatever, like he needs to like relax is, is probably like the best way to put it. He needs to relax. Um, and I wonder, I wonder how much of it, how much better he would have looked had Ferreira put in those two early chances. If that game goes up to two nothing in the 25th minute and, you know, Christian can just sort of like play free. Like, I, I wonder if he, if he looks a little bit better. Um, Ferreira, it's a tough thing with him because I, I, I subscribe to the scuffed theory that finishing is not a thing. Like it's not actually a skill outside of like the true elites. Like, yeah, Robert Lewandowski has finishing skill. Uh, Leo Messi has finishing skill, Cristiano Ronaldo, whatever. But outside of that, you're like, you're, you're more, it's just like, can you get shots on goal? And eventually those shots will go in or not, um, you know, whatever. But Ferreira got himself in, in dangerous positions. He just couldn't finish. Um, and I think that's a testament not only to him, but also like this lineup, everybody outside of, of probably there, I thought three players played significant, uh, like noticeably off Ferreira because of his, his finishing Pulisic because he had no room to operate and refused to play out wide. And I thought Tyler Adams on offense played pretty poorly. Um, he, he was, he was giving the ball away a lot, Sure, but, but you know what, like, like we've talked on this podcast about like what is your actual job here? And what is your secondary job? His actual job is to play defense and he did a good job of it. So like, we're... Right, you know, I think it's unfair to single out Tyler Adams for poor offensive play when uh, pretty much everybody had poor offensive play. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's fair. I thought Musa was, was silent in the first half. I, I actually have a theory for you. Um, and, and you'll, you know, to, to, to make this podcast a little more um, football friendly. You remember back when Narduzzi, Pat Narduzzi was the defensive coordinator at Michigan State, and the first drive of every single game, they would give up a touchdown? Yes. Um, and then it was like Narduzzi like, had to see what they were doing so that he could make an adjustment, and then like they would shut out teams the rest of the game or, or give up three or six points. Um, I think that Burhalter does not know how to scout. I think that he's like – because if you've watched this team, like they score all their goals in the second half. Like You think back to like the games that they play – all their, 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 their goals are late. You know, you, you outside of like, there's a couple of games I can think of where they're uh, against um, 
Honduras and the Nations League, there was a goal like immediately or, or right. whatever it was. Um, but mostly it's like it's second half goals. And it happened again here where where in the beginning, the first like 15, 20 minutes of the second half, the offensive movement and motion was was significantly better. So I wonder if Burhalter, like we've talked a lot about how Burhalter is not a specifically good offensive coach. Um, and you saw a little bit of that why with the substitutions, which we'll get to. But, um, you know, I, I don't think that he really knows how to scout, you know. And so, like, he comes in with, like, his base plan right? He plays his base offense, which is, you know, we'll get you somewhere with talent. And then in the second half, he's like, oh, this is how we're going to tweak this. Um, you know, Musa, you're going to play a little bit more forward. Um, you know, by the end, Jedi was playing as like a left mid or a left wing. Yeah. He was up there all the whole time. Right. And so like, it, it might've been like, Hey, like we just need overloads on the left. Like, that's just how we're going to score a goal. It's just like, we're going to have, have another head up there. And something will get through. And it did. I mean, like, the thing is, if Jedi's not there on that head by Ferreira that get led to the goal, that wasn't a goal. Like, you needed the extra guy in the box. But you had right. a left back. Like, you had a left back not immediately sprinting back when you lost possession. Um, sure. I mean, you also had, for basically the entire second half, anytime that there was any sort of danger in the El Salvadorian box, there was – four, five, six USMNT guys in there. Like it, it was very clear that there was a directive that I don't think they're going to counter on us when we get numbers press, which I like, right? Like, and, and that's like, sure. sort of especially if you're playing an inferior opponent, like at home. that's, what, that's <laughs> at, at home in 25 degree weather when that's they're so from dumb. Central America, like, <laughs> It was very clear that they like the guys up front smelled blood and Jedi to an extent smelled blood in the water and said, okay, it's only a matter of time. One of us is going to get this. Right. Yeah. Which that's what you should do. Yeah. If if we watch. What's a good example. If we watch the uh, chiefs play the lions and no, the good, I mean, the good example is going to be, sorry, Ohio state playing Michigan state this year. Ohio State realized very early on, huh, we can pass on these guys. And like directly. Right. And then like they ran that game script into the ground, which again, we kind of highlighting that the USMNT has some scoring issues, but like the process was correct, even if the results uh, were results weren't so um like yes we we can press these guys we're not going to get countered we need to put you know numbers in the box and eventually and eventually it did i mean it worked one went in yeah so um bill Connolly, who we love and would love to have on the podcast shout out bill um just just posted the xg um it was 2.9 to 0.2 point nine to zero yeah right i mean that like, sounds, it, it, that sounds and, right and, and it was it was the type of game where you watch it um and like like that that bears out like america was significantly better and they should have won by more and if and if you know you get a goal one of those goals from Ferreira and goes in and then suddenly it's a two nil game at home with very little like danger um but i think because you got to the, the 60th minute or the 55th minute or whatever it ended up being um you know, it was a little bit, a little bit frustrating, but it also sort of, when we talk about who Burhalter is and, and we, t- we look, let's talk about where that game was. It was in Columbus 
in the cold. That game was pure Big Ten bullshit, where it's like, we got up early, or we got up, and then we're just going to play defense. Because the subs, the subs that he brought in were Acosta, Zardes, Morris, and Aronson. And three... Three out of the four of those are guys who you put in to kill a game and play defense. And the other one is Jordan Morris because you only have so many wingers. Well, and also Jordan Morris had the typical like Big Ten. Number one, he kind of looks like a Big Ten lineman. That is a sure does. He looks bigger than I remember. Uh, he's very wide, and yeah. he was out there. He was out there like a t-shirt and short shorts, and you're like, you are like. If I had to guess, I'm going to say Jordan Morris is from, like, Wisconsin. Uh, Jordan Morris is from Washington. Um, Yeah, he's from Mercer Island, Washington. Um, And he is – so I'm going to give a football analogy to you. He's six foot 185. But that dude – that dude's like – yeah, that dude's a, uh, like a, coming out of high school. He's like, oh, he's six foot 185, so he's a safety, right? And you're like, no. He is he is an in the box linebacker. He will be two twenty five by his redshirt sophomore year. Yeah, one eighty five. <laughs> my ass. Like, dude, if that dude's under two hundred five, I'd be amazed. Um. So so yeah. So like like that was just like a once you got the goal. I think Berhalter looked at the situation was like, take off our attackers, Wea and and Christian, like get a rest. Um, you know, and and that's that is what it is. Um, you know, so I I think like in sum and in 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 total with that like good. Good. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm good with it. Um, do you know who else I'm good with? Uh, this sponsor. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You know, we're getting pretty good at that. I thought you were talking about an actual game, so I was looking at the scores. I'm like, (laughs) none of these are going in our direction. Um, Yeah, so... came back late, and Canada is currently leading on an own goal. Yeah, so I, I think that... So just, just to finish up with the America um, El Salvador game, um, the only thing that I like, like we can talk about putting it in Columbus, but I think that there's something to be said for knowing that you were going to play a a cold game out in Canada and like, just being like, you know what, we're just going to be cold this entire time. Right. Like, like, you know, like um, if you've ever been skiing, you're, you're, you're in Denver, you, you know, skiing, like you don't want to like constantly be going into the warmth and then back out in the cold. And you're just like, no, I'm cold. I'm outside. This is what I'm doing not going to get warm and then go be cold. I'm just going to be cold. So like, I was thinking about that during the game where it's like, yeah, you could have played this game in Nashville or Baltimore or DC, whatever, um, without significantly added travel time. Um, but like, you know, 
whatever, we're going to be cold this, this window and next window, we're going to be playing games in, in Mexico and Costa Rica and Orlando. So we'll go back to being warm then. Um, but all like, all I can think of is, is like the, uh, the Eskimo in uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, <laughs> took you a second. Uh, for those of our listeners who don't watch every episode of Boy Meets World once a year, uh, in the episode, uh, Sean is challenged to get tickets to a Super Bowl. Uh, and in order to do so, he needs to sit out on a billboard in the freezing Philadelphia cold. And it, the last two contestants in this are him and a literal Eskimo. Right. Uh, and then the uh, the Eskimo character um, starts eating a ice like a dilly pop, like he's Jerry Kill, uh, former head coach of Wisconsin of Minnesota, and starts singing "We Are Warm and You Are Cold." Uh, so I think like we're 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 trying to be trying to be the Eskimo, not. Uh, Sean. Yes, we are trying to be the person built for the cold, not the one that you know wants to go sit next to the fire. Right. Um, so I, everybody's talking shit about the USMNT making them play in such cold weather, and I disagree. As uh, has been well established on this pod, I think making Southerners play football like in Camp Randall in the middle of January would be hilarious. Yep. So yep. I think making a bunch of Central American guys play football in the Midwest in February is hilarious. Now the flip side to that coin is you need a manager who can understand like the injury implications that come with playing in this cold. <laughs> like for example, if you have a guy named, I uh, can throw out a name here, Weston McKinney, maybe, who has been playing in pure form for Juventus and is easily one of your top three best and most important players. Um, maybe you don't have him running into the ground for 94 minutes. Just throwing that out there. Maybe there's like a, somebody else that you can pull in who can give you a decent facsimile of what Weston McKinney can do defensively. Maybe not offensively, but once you have a goal, right. You know, kind of whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that that's a, that's a fair point. And I, I think that like you, you didn't need to play him 90. Um, I think that there is a possibility here. I, I was thinking about Tyler Adams playing 90 and I was thinking to myself, I think that there's a possibility that Greg, cause, cause he's on a yellow. So the next yellow he gets, he's suspended for the following game. I think that Burhalter told Tyler, like you are going to get a yellow in the Canada game. So you're going to play two out of three, but you're going to play the first two and we're going to win that Canada game, but you are going to get a yellow and then you can sit out against Honduras. Um, Probably. So that's why I think he went 90. I think Wes went 90 because you needed to kill the game. And he's your best player. Um, so like you said, there, there, there were other games happening uh, this evening. Um, one matters a lot more than the others. Um, Mexico, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I, I obviously didn't watch the Jamaica-Mexico game because I was watching America. But all I'm saying is that at, at the 72nd minute, Jamaica took off Mikel Antonio and then gave up two goals. I'm, I, maybe like if you're in a, a game that you like shouldn't be winning and maybe you are like, don't pull your, your best player. Um, and yeah, but he's also a striker. So I don't know if that's a perfect one-to-one. No, but I think that like they took off Mike, Mikel Antonio and then gave up two goals. Again, striker. <laughs> I don't know if that's like, that might be more correlation, not causation. Well, I mean, if you want a real, Correlation, not causation. Uh, Javian Brown came off at the 80th minute. He's a right back. 
Uh, and Dang. then in the 83rd minute, um, Mexico's left winger scored. So, you know, maybe it had something to do with that. Again, I didn't watch the game. Um, well, Mexico's, he came off in the 80th minute and Mexico scored in the 81st and the 83rd. There is your causation. I mean, certainly correlation. We, we didn't watch, we can't say for certain, but, but certainly correlation there. Um, the, the other games that are, that, that, that are happening, right? Like you said, uh, Canada, as of the recording of this, is in the 58th minute, 57th yep. minute, up one nothing. Yep. Um, I, I don't really care about the Mexico or the Canada games because that's not where I think we're going to win this. Um, no, it's, it's Panama, Costa Rica. Right. And they're so, still so, tied, tied in the 20th. Yeah, so so that's that's the game that we really want. If Costa Rica could pull that out, um, I feel very good about where we are because Panama also has to go to um, Azteca, and they also have to play um, they have to play a uh, road game or a, a home game against a Jamaica side that apparently can cause trouble. So sure. if we could if we could somehow scratch out a, a one or two point window for Panama here, and we get nine. Um, that's pretty much the ball game. And, and, you know, obviously well, we'll, nine, that's pretty much ball game. No, because like the, the problem is, is that the fourth spot is a playoff. So if we get nine, but Panama gets like four, then it, we still need to get a result in that last window. Um, which okay. includes a home game against Panama. So like, yes, our odds, if we get a nine point window, we're, we're feeling pretty good, but we can actually like actually put it to bed, um, which is, which would be nice. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll obviously as the, as the night progresses, we'll, we'll be, we'll be following that Panama Costa Rica game. Um, but obviously this is our opportunity to preview the Canada game. Um, Canada play America 3 PM Eastern on Sunday. That's the listed time. I have no idea if that's real. Um, uh, I don't know what, broadcasters carrying this it's the cbs so it's uh in spanish for our listeners or our our listeners who will be watching on uh, traditional cable you can find it on tudn i think or uh something like that um that game is also on paramount plus uh it's on uh, telemundo so telemundo or paramount plus if you want it in english paramount plus um i will be uh grilling during that game because it's I'm not in Canada and I can I grow. will be hanging out with Kevin drinking beers. Because you are also not in Canada. I'm also not in Canada. Although I guess they, they probably put down beers as well. They're happy to drink. Uh most of the Canadians I've met, yes. Uh Molsons, not Modellos. Labats. Labats. Right. Right. Oh. Labats. Um, so so as we as we sort of look forward to that game, um, we did the job in the first one. A lot of people going into the game were talking about, oh, we need to get, you know, win four, four, one or three, one. I don't care. I, like, I think, I think like there's like a very like. You need to win. End of list. Yeah. It's like, what's, what's job one? Win. What's job two? See job one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Refer to I, job one. <laughs> I, I guess for like confidence building or whatever, like it's good to score a lot of goals, but the goal, the goal is to, to win. That's it. That's all you need. Right. And they did the job tonight. So um, heading into this Canada game, obviously we're, we're looking at uh, a difficult, I mean, look, it's a difficult, it's a difficult game. The Canada's top of group, um, they don't have their best player, but they do have 
guys two through 12. Um, so, so what are you, what are you looking at with that game? And, and also sort of what are your expectations? I mean, my expectations are to win. They, it's not. They don't have their two through twelve. They're missing somebody else, aren't they? Uh, so you, uh, Steve, Ste- Stephen, Stephen, you, you Stacquio, you Stacquio. I don't know mm-hmm. how to pronounce. He, um, he was on the bench tonight. Um, so there was a, a COVID. There was a, a report that he had COVID. Uh, and then two days later, he he got a transfer to Porto, and then he was in camp. So the conspiracy theory going around was that he faked a positive so that he could stay in Portugal for another two days to confirm and like can uh, cement the transfer and then came over. Um, and so, so I, I don't, I don't know that that is ever real. So you stock, he was on the bench tonight um, or is on the bench. I don't know if he's, he's come on yet, but he was, he was on the bench tonight. Um, he will be, I assume playing. I, I think that like guys, you know, Jonathan David's there. Um, Mark Anthony K who, who, who plays for your Colorado Rapids will be there. Um, you know, Tejan Buchanan, Richie Larea, Kyle Aaron, like the whole, the whole, everybody that you're, you're thinking will be there, will be there. Um, but I think that, that, like you said, like the, the expectation is still to win because they don't have Davies, right? Like, I, I think that like, there's something to be said for, oh, well, they have the best player on the field. Like sometimes shit happens. Like when we played them in, in Nashville in the first round, right. um, like it happens, like whatever. Alfonso Davies is very good. Um, well, it's also more of an even – it's more of an even game plan. You're not keying in an, on Alfonso Davies. The plan isn't stop Alfonso Davies and let the other, I guess, nine guys, because I don't really know what the goalkeeper's going to do, uh, beat you. The goal is to stop ten guys. Right. Which is a much different game plan than stop him, hope they can't beat us. Right. Like it's, it's, I think like in that, in that first round, um, you saw a lot of like, like, uh, you know, what, what they used to call the Jordan rules, which is at any given time, there have to be six eyes on Michael Jordan. And I think, and I think like, and you saw it when, when DeAndre Yedlin came in, in that game where it was just like, you can't get forward because he, you can't recover. Like there is no recovering against Davies. There is recovering against, you know, Tejan Buchanan. Um, right. he's good. Like, I'm not trying to, to, to be dismissive of Tejan Buchanan. He's very, but he's good. not Alfonso Davies. He's not Alfonso Davies. <laughs> um, you know, Jonathan David is a great striker, but like you're, you, you, you can't like, you can game plan a striker without completely breaking down your, your entire process. Right. Um, and, and I think like, I think that, uh, a big part of the game plan against Jonathan David will be miles shadowing, right? Like, like, Hey, like just, you need to be aware of that. You're fast enough to hang, so hang. Sure. And uh, it, it also, I mean, it says something that they we are two-thirds of the way through their match tonight, and they're only winning because Honduras scored on themselves. And Honduras is the worst the worst team in CONCACAF right now. The yep. worst team in CONCACAF qualifying. Right. And, and Honduras is having, a, like, a really tough cycle. Like, Honduras is usually good, but, like, I think, like, I think that they might be in like a, an America 2017 situation where it's like you have an older generation who's aged out and you have a younger generation who's not there. Right. I mean, that's Costa Rica too. Yeah. Same, same thing with Costa Rica, except Costa Rica, I think is just like a little more talented. I think Costa Rica has the better goalie, which <laughs> is, is that a hot take? Yeah. Extreme. It's <laughs> uh, much like in like hockey where like 
the better goalie isn't always going to win you the game, but man, it can get you on a on a streak. And like, and and the thing is, Kaylor Navas is the best goalie in Concacaf, and it's not close. Right. Um. So so the fact is, is that like like you said, Costa Rica is always going to hang because you can't score on him. I mean, America struggled to score on him when he was in. He came out, and then suddenly we scored three straight or two too quick. Um. On on the backup. So. Um. I think, I think going into this Canada game, I, the things that I'm looking for, I think Pepe starts. I think that otherwise you're not going to get a lot of rotation. Um, I think, I think Pepe and Miles come in. Um, and I think I wouldn't be shocked if, if Dest does not start. Um, I, I think that he, I think that, that there is a lot of concern about his ability to go 270. Um, sure. I, and, and, you know, I think that probably the game plan all along was to have Yedlin start this one. I don't know if it's going to be Yedlin or Cannon. Um, but I think, I think coming into this, I think, you know, Jedi probably knew when, when the roster was announced that he was going to seven. I think, uh, I don't think it's going to be Yedlin. I think it's going to be Cannon over Yedlin. I think yeah. that Yedlin's probably here mostly as depth and as like a closer, especially with the travel issues getting out of Turkey. Yeah, I, I think that like when you named the roster, you probably thought A, Alfonso Davies was going to be here and B, uh, DeAndre Yedlin was going to be able to get in on time. And neither of those things are true. But Yedlin, I see as a as a uh, loogie for for Davies, right? Like yeah. he's a guy out of the pen who's got one job and that's it. And 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 because that job, like because that job is not here, like I, I don't know that he's going to get very many minutes. Um, I think Cannon, I, I think like you said, I think Cannon is going to be the guy. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if Dest, um, comes on, you know, if, if things are going well, I wouldn't be shocked if Dest comes on at the 75th for, um, for Jedi, just to give him as much of a blow as you can. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, or, or even you, you, you could see a situation in which they, they let Acosta play left back for, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. If, if it's, it's a two goal game, I mean, you're asking a lot, but, but I think that it's possible. Um, so, I mean, I, I think that that's sort of like where we are, right? Like that game, there's, there's not a lot to say about it because it's, there's not a lot to say about like, we were the better team. Okay. Do you mean uh, the one we just played? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty it's clearly. Like, yeah. It's, and, and like, look, like El Salvador um, got, got uh, a draw last time, right? They, when, when we went, it was game one, we went to El Salvador one, one it was frustrating. Um, or I, I don't even remember if that was the result. I remember it being a very frustrating game. Um, and if I, you know, so, so what you're, what you're looking at is a team that like played well last time and we handled our business this time, you know, well, it was, if I remember correctly, that was less El Salvador playing well last time and more numerous MNT playing like shit, which we have a habit of doing, but, right. um, yeah, I mean, so so that game, especially right. with like early early in the window, and um, you know, Greg was still messing around with all of the roster sw- spots. We've only really had our like best uh, best eleven out there for the last window and a half now. Like he's been anything before that was kind of like messing around trying to figure out what he wants to do and now i think he's finally gotten to the point where he's like he thinks he has a pretty good idea and he might start sticking with some of these 
Yeah, so I went back and looked at like sort of the, like the notes we had on that first El Salvador game. I mean, if you remember correctly, Brendan Aronson was playing as a midfielder. Um, Christian wasn't there, and Tim Ream started. Yep, sounds right. Like there were there was a whole lot of stuff going on there that was, and and even with all of that, um, we outshot them thirteen to two. Right, and just couldn't well, get a goal. Well, yeah, I mean that's going to be. We got to find somebody that can f- finish. Otherwise, this is going to continue being a problem. You know, at a certain point, like we, we, we just don't have a center forward who can score, right? Like we thought it was Pepe. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. He's 19. Um, Josh Sargent apparently can't score as a center forward. Fine. I think Jordan P. Falk is the guy, but apparently Greg doesn't, um, you know, so, so it's like, there's, there's a lot of like sort of talking around it, but the fact of the matter is, is that until we find a guy who we can put up top or two guys who we can sort of rotate up top, um, we're going to have this problem. Because Ferreira couldn't finish. Um, we've seen we've seen Pepe struggle to finish. We've seen Sargent struggle to finish. Um, Pifo, I, again, will reiterate, I don't think that he's been given a fair shot at this, but whatever. Um, and DK is, I think, exhausted and also hurt now. Um, he's out for the next, like, six weeks, uh, which, is, which is tough for him. We're, we're hoping that he, um, he recovers soon. But I, in all, I, I, think, I think that the, the plan is sort of, it's, it's, it's to, to use like sort of a, a phrase, right? Um, sometimes in, in baseball, right? Like you can do all the right things and then you lose games because sometimes that pop out carries because you're in Yankee Stadium and it just carries and suddenly it's a home run. Um, it's like a very specific reference to Yankee Stadium sucking, but whatever. I thought it was a very specific reference to a Daniel Tosh joke. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. Um, but you know, I think that like the process here is, is, is working, you know, we're getting shots on goal and, you know, you got to think that eventually they go in. Um, and so heading into this Canada game, I think like the, the plan is sort of probably still the same, right? Like, I, I don't think that you change the schematic of what we just did. Um, you know, you, you tell mile, you know, obviously like there's tweaks for, for, for lineups and, and how you deal with certain players, but I think that the plan should, should remain the plan, you know, like you're going to rely on, on the interchanges between um, whoever the right side, right sided center mid and Tim Weah and, and that right back, whether it's Dest or Cannon or Yedlin. Um, and you just sort of go from there. Um, I think Pepe probably puts a, away a couple of those headers that, that um, we missed. Or missed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think any, I think him or uh, I mean, even Zardes, probably puts a button to those and puts it in the net. Yeah. And, and I, th- and for what it's worth, like we, we haven't really talked about the subs. I thought that like we, we made a joke about them being brought in to kill the game. Well, they killed the shit out of the game. Like they did their job. Did, yeah. I, there was what one kind of chance on the other goal on the, on our goal. Once they go, the guys came in. Yeah. Like a half nothing chance that like didn't come to anything. Like the, 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 the best chance that El Salvador had, uh, came in the first half and Serginho Dest for all of his crap that he gets about his defense, closed it down and took care of it. And it was just yeah. like, it turned into nothing. Like it was, it was a, a semi dangerous ball into the box and he just closed it down and took care of it. Uh, uh, I did appreciate um, Matt Turner towards the end of the game. Like, what was it like the eight? You know, I think it was in the, I think it was in extra time, like the 91st minute or whatever. He easily picked up that like Aaron shot way off to the left of the goal and then, like, he'd already had the ball. He was standing, like, basically on the end line. And then he just flopped onto his stomach. Yeah, that was, <laughs> just that like, was great. Um, 
It's like that was that is a bald faced uh like attempt to try and waste some time and man did it work. Speaking of that, the, the last thing we we actually haven't mentioned it, but um I really appreciate the relative consistency that we have in having at least one player devoted to fighting other teams. Um whether it's Matthew Hoppy, yeah. Gio Reyna, and when they're gone, like somebody needs to step up and take the mantle and and that Matt is Miazga. West, Matt Miazga happy to do it, but but Wes McKinney is, you know, donned, donned the, uh, the cowl and went yeah. at, like, like it was like in the 89th minute or something or the 91st yeah. minute. He just was like, I'm going to fight El Salvador now. Well, I was going to say, everybody else tries to like maybe get in the face of like some guys. Wes gets in the face of entire countries. He did that to Mexico too. He's just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this shit. Uh, the only difference being, of course, that Mexico is for some reason very willing to um, choke him, like with a with a full like grip around the throat. And El Salvador, to their credit, were simply chirping, um, which, to be fair, we appreciate. Well, also the ref was like right in the middle of that. Yeah, I mean, but but good time wasting. Uh, very very well done all around. Um, I think uh, I, I'm I'm excited about about Sunday. Um, it's like at a reasonable time for me to, you know, noon on a Sunday is like a great time for a world cup qualifier. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be, uh, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do like some like maple smoked chicken wings in honor of our neighbors to the North. I don't know if you should encourage them. You're right. Instead I'm doing, uh, all American hot dogs with no sauce. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, I was thinking like, Oh, I'll put some like, Dijon mustard, nope, that's French. That's Canada as well. Uh, ketchup? Ketchup, yeah, sure. Yellow ketchup mustard. Is, ketchup or uh, relish is uniquely American. Well, I relish the opportunity to get there. Thank you so much for sticking with us, dear dear listeners. I'm ending on that because that was great. Oh, um, my God. I can't <laughs> wait to catch up with you later. <laughs> uh, damn it. You, damn it. Um. Well, uh, for all of your, your worst puns, please uh, make sure to at Mr. Mojo Rising 89. That's uh, Stumpy over there. Um, it's usually me, but sometimes other people are on the main account at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. Please, uh, please make sure to follow us. We, we appreciate it. Um, we don't have an Instagram. We're going to get that up and running shortly. Uh, stay tuned. Um, a special thank you to the uh, Smith Workforce Management Group, as well as whoever Blue Wire decided to put in this time um occasionally they have they have put in like ads for alberta canada uh skiing in alberta canada um i hope that they don't put it in this one that would be that would be unfortunate but if they do uh we appreciate your money uh canada as well as the three points we're about to take off you um uh please like subscribe share tell your friends tell your enemies tell your northern neighbors who are oddly nice like i can't even get mad at canada they're very nice people um but uh thank you to you the listener we couldn't and wouldn't do this without you so thanks so much and we'll uh we'll see you after the canada game Podcast Network.